Welcome to the Truly Nourished Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women heal their relationships with food and transform how they nourish themselves in body, in mind, and in soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that help you find your peace with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. If you're ready to feel like a truly nourished woman, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. Thank you for being here. For years, I deprived myself of the things that I really wanted to do in life. Part of it was because many of those years, I was in an eating disorder, and that took up a lot of my mental energy and also my time. So my capacity to do the things I really wanted to do was simply less. But over time, that depriving of myself of the things that I really wanted in life depleted me. And that depletion fed into my difficult relationship with food continuing for as long as it did. Then after I started to emerge from my eating disorder, I made a vow to myself that I would no longer deprive myself of my joys and that I would start to do the things that my soul was calling me to do. And one of those things was to travel more. And I did. I started to travel more. That's when I started doing solo travel. Yet, as an ambitious person, there were times when I still would unconsciously find myself falling back into these cycles of depriving myself for the sake of achieving a goal, waiting to arrive somewhere before I'd allow myself more of what I really wanted in life. That whole someday when thing, right? Someday when X has happened, then I will do the things, buy the thing, allow myself to have the thing, allow myself to fully be the person my heart and soul is desiring me to be. And then about four years ago, I would say, I woke up and saw this depletion slowly starting to happen again as I was depriving myself of many of my joys as I focused on just achieving my goals. And this depriving ourselves always comes from some sort of underlying fear, a fear that if we loosen our grip and just be instead of do all the time, that everything could fall apart or the thing that we want to achieve just won't happen. However, the irony is that it's the gripping onto our goals, it's the overstriving, it's the constant needing to do and the inability to let go and enjoy life right now and always putting it off until someday when that is actually what causes things to fall apart or that is actually what causes achievements not to happen simply because we end up depleting ourselves physically or mentally or emotionally or all of the above 
And when we are depleted in any or all of these areas, we're in survival mode, which means our brain and body are living in a chronic stressed state. And when we're living in that state, we don't make our highest level decisions for ourselves. The decisions we end up making are typically in the mind frame of, I just need to try harder. I just need to do more sort of thinking. So we keep spinning in this cycle of striving more, depriving ourselves more, depleting ourselves more, and continuing to live in a chronic stress state. And there's a quote by Marianne Williamson that I really like. She says, Ego says, once everything falls into place, I'll find my peace. Spirit says, find your peace, and then everything will fall into place. So when I was experiencing this depletion again a few years ago, as I was going for goals, this was around when I was starting back into my journey of entrepreneurship, I made a decision that I would make it a daily priority to follow my joy and do more things that light me up each day and to make those as equally important as the other things on my to-do list for my goals. So to not wait until the goals are achieved to someday enjoy my life, but to enjoy my life every day right now in both small and big ways. So for me, that looked like going to get massages again, getting back into my consistent exercise routine and that had been something that had been one at one time compulsive and obsessive for me. But after I got out of my eating disorder, it became more regular and just normal in terms of my approach to exercise. But then at this point in my life a few years ago, I had actually stopped my regular exercise routine, which in one way was very healing in the sense that It showed me I had come a long way, that compulsion and that addiction and that severe anxiety around not exercising had completely alleviated, but at the same time, I wasn't nourishing myself and my body the way that I wanted to be because I do truly love exercise. So I got back into my consistent exercise I think I mentioned I started to play the piano. I started to read more books. I started to just go out more and enjoy life because like COVID was kind of getting over. I started to meet up with friends more. Uh, Just little things in my day-to-day life. But then the other big thing I started to recommit to was travel. During this time of 2021, kind of when I was like getting back into doing more of my joy, at that time, my dog of 16 and a half years, Harvey, passed away. And so I I had to go through a grieving process too. But even though I was going through that grieving process, I was deeply committed to planning more joy into my life. And I started to plan some of that travel. So I started to open up to giving myself more and more of what I was truly wanting in life. And instead of like just always focusing on the do, do, do's, the goals, the to-do list, the achievements, got to get this done, 
And I just started to unapologetically do more of the things that really light me up. My soul's hungers and and started to nourish those, no longer depriving myself and waiting for someday when from thinking things like, well, maybe I've not yet earned it yet. That is kind of like a subconscious thing for me that I realized where I was, and this started back in college and was one of the things that led to me getting into my eating disorder was like, I'm not there yet. I haven't earned it yet. I haven't arrived yet. I haven't achieved it yet. So I got to restrict myself and restrict my life until I get there. And then that someday I'll finally just relax and enjoy life. So like that had been very, very strong in my college days. And it's probably something that came from my childhood. My mom was very much an, an achiever type of person in that way and didn't ever really relax. And I'm sure I just learned it through osmosis. But um, it, it's something that I became very, very aware of as I was emerging from my eating disorder, like I mentioned. But then, once again, around 2018, 2019, 2020, I saw, I saw it like seeping into my life again, that feeling of depletion and not really following my joy and nourishing my true hungers. And when we hear those inner critical voices that want to come in and say, well, you haven't earned it yet, or you shouldn't, or you can't, or just like all the reasons your brain will try to come up with to try to keep you from doing the things that really light you up in life and come in and make up reasons why you should not do something even though your heart and soul is really wanting to do it. For myself, I would just hear that voice, but I would not listen to it. And the voice has become less and less and less. And honestly, like today, I hardly ever hear it. It sneaks in every once in a while, but it's not prominent. And this is because I've just become very clear on what my true hungers are in life. And I know that if I don't nourish those true hungers and I only feed false hungers that the inner critic tries to throw at me and try to tries to sway me with, if I only fall back into feeding those and not nourish my true hungers, then I know that someday I will probably look back and feel regret because I've already had that at moments in my life. Like I don't ever see life as, oh, I made a mistake or that shouldn't have been that way or I shouldn't have done that thing. I believe that everything happened the way it was supposed to for me to learn the lessons I needed to learn to grow and to become more of who I really want to be. But part of that journey is that I have become more wise. And I know that if I don't follow my true hungers in life, if I don't feed and nourish those, that it will not live lead to me living my best life. And like someday I might look back and be like, oh, I, you know, regretful. Why didn't I do it that way? Why did I do it the other way? Kind of thing. And so because now I've been doing more and more of my own mind and soul nourishment this way, I really feel more in love with my life than I've ever felt before. 
and I feel more inspired in my work too and in achieve and achieving my personal goals, whether it's around my own health and fitness, around my work and career and business, or just around my home and like wanting to clean my closets and decorate or, you know, just the things that we want to have in life or the books I want to read or the new song I want to learn on the piano. All that stuff feels just more easy to do and more inspiring to do because I am nourishing my mind and my soul and my body in the way that I know it truly wants to be nourished. And because of that, I can now face my goals from a place of, oh, I know it's going to happen because I trust myself, because I see that I'm showing up for myself. I see how I'm believing in myself, and I also have a deep trust of life. So I'm approaching my goals from a place of, well, I may as well just enjoy this gift of life now along the way to achieving my goals instead of before facing my goals from a place of, I have to make it happen and I can't enjoy life fully until it happens and having it then feel depriving and depleting. And so for myself, I feel like I'm personally stepping into a next higher level of living as a truly nourished woman as I've been consciously nourishing my own true hungers for myself. And coincidentally, On the day that this episode comes out, I will be leaving on a solo trip to Paris. I'm taking myself to Paris just because I want to, but also to celebrate the new year. I'll be there over New Year's to just explore the beautiful city of Paris and all that it has to offer, to savor life, to also reflect on the past year, to celebrate what I have achieved this year and what I will continue to achieve and to envision 2024 and all the juicy goodness that I want it to be and to nourish this desire to go to Paris that I've been feeling for quite a while. So it's been on my heart and I'm allowing my heart to be nourished. I'm following that joy, savoring life now instead of someday when, and also not waiting for somebody to go with me. I do live a very independent life. You know, I've solo traveled before, but this will be like my first big international solo trip. And I'm super excited. I'm not waiting. I'm just going. And I also have to thank Alessia Tenebruso over at One Girl Travel for also being a support and inspiration in that way too. But I'm fulfilling myself rather than depriving myself very intentionally now. I'm living my own version of feeling more and more truly nourished and free because I believe that is what we're all meant to be. We're all meant to feel truly nourished and free in life, however that may be for you. Like for me, it's doing more things like travel and some of the things I already mentioned. For you, it could be completely different, but there is a truly nourished version of you who is living out 
and nourishing her true hungers in life. And she's in love with her life because of that. So tapping into what is that it what is that for you? Who is that for you? So now is that time for your own reflection. Are there ways that perhaps you've been depriving yourself, maybe even depleting yourself because you're in this state of striving for something and waiting for someday when, then I will. And in my book, It's Just Food, I talk about this striving to just survive cycle that we can all get into in various ways in our life. And often it does happen around our bodies and our relationship with food. We will strive to change how we eat or strive to change our body. And for the sake of that goal, we will end up depriving ourselves of what our body needs, of what our mind is truly seeking and what our soul may be asking for. And we actually need that body, mind, soul nourishment to show up and be the healthy, happy, vibrant woman that we're desiring to be in our life. We're striving to eat a certain way. We're striving to maybe lose a certain amount of weight and depriving ourselves in the process and ending up creating the exact opposite of what we want. And so we end up experiencing food anxiety, inner food noise and chatter, even food obsession, just that constant inner voice around food and right way to eat, wrong way to eat. Oh, I did it wrong. I am bad. I just like all this stuff. You know what I'm talking about. And we just worry about our eating, right? And we will experience chaotic eating that causes overeating, right? Because of the chaotic mind that we're living living in. So like I said, we end up creating the opposite of what we're, we're actually seeking by striving so hard, by trying so hard to f- fix our eating, to change our body. We go the opposite direction. We go into the stress state. We go into survival mode. But as the Marianne Williamson quote says, find your peace and then everything will fall into place. Which is why I created my offering called the peace process, my program, the peace process, because the energy in which we create something will also be the energy in which we end up experiencing it. Meaning if you currently feel stressed about your body, about food, If you try to make changes in these areas from that stress state, any actions you take or results that you do create will feel stressful to either continue or to maintain. So the way you're going to become the vibrant, healthy, nourished, fit woman you desire to be is by first finding your peace with your body and food. And that is what we're doing in the peace process It is the space to come and play in if you want to find your inner peace and your outer peace with food once and for all and forever. Your inner peace and calm returning as the food noise and body anxiety go away and your outer peace with food arriving because chaotic eating patterns and overeating are resolved. 
So in the peace process, you're learning how to nourish your true hungers for your body, for your mind, and for your soul. We're looking at you as a whole person, as a whole being, and what is happening with your body nourishment, what's happening with your mind nourishment, what's happening with your soul nourishment. Where is there deprivation happening in any of these areas or maybe a little bit of all of these areas? And you learn how to remedy that deprivation for yourself so that you can get out of the maybe chronic stress state that you've been in around food and your body. And once your body, your mind, and your soul are no longer feeling this deprivation, you are no longer living in the stress state. And then the inner peace and outer calm with food arrive. And because you found your way to peace and calm by nourishing your true hungers, you're able to sustain it long term. This is my lived experience This is why I will never, ever fall back into an eating disorder and why I will never, ever feel stressful about food again. It allows you to have the feelings of ease and nourishment to be your daily lived experience for the rest of your life when you get there through a peaceful process. Because when you create the results from peace, not from stress, you'll be able to have them feel peaceful to maintain. The energy in which you create a result will also be the energy in which you experience it. So that is what we do in the peace process. It's you stepping into your most nourished, vibrant, healthy, happy self by no longer feeding your false hungers and instead understanding what your true hungers are and nourishing those for your body, your mind, and your soul. And right now, the peace process is open for enrollment at pre-sale pricing. So if you join now on pre-sale, you get the lowest price of 3333 There are also payment plans available. So if that's too big of a payment in one chunk, it can be broken down over month to month. And if you want information on that, just reach out. I'll be happy to share what the payment plan looks like. And if you join now during the pre-sale, you will also get private coaching with me up until we go live in later January. And like I said, because we're on pre-sale, the price is going to go up soon in January. So if you're ready to join now, now is the best time. It will go up to early bird price probably around the second week of January, which will be 4444, 4,444. It'll go up $1,000 to join the program. So now is the best price. But any price is a great price when you're investing in yourself, when you're investing in becoming an even more nourished, happy, healthy, vibrant version of yourself. There's no wrong price. I can definitely attest to that. I've invested thousands in myself through my own coaching and I don't regret a penny. Even if I didn't like 100% use everything in the program, even if I didn't show up to every call, I always took something pivotal away from everything that I've invested in that's allowed me to step into higher levels of being a truly nourished woman in my life. So the peace process will include eight group coaching calls. It's group support calls where we get to get together, be in the sisterhood, right? Be with our soul sisters, 
get support from one another, but also you get to ask questions and allow me to coach you through anything that you're going through. So two per month over four months. Also a deep dive private call with me. Also a group chat in Voxer. Voxer is a voice messaging and text messaging app that you download to your phone and you'll be in the group chat for day-to-day questions that you can ask. You can get support and just have access to me and also the other women in the group between calls. And then there will also be a program uh, modules. So you'll have lifetime access to the lessons and modules that are kind of like the foundational teachings of the program. If you'd like to join or if you just have questions and want to chat about it, message me on Instagram or email hello at rebeccalaurelhill.com. I'm happy to chat with you and answer any questions. Or I'm also very happy if you are ready to be welcome into the peace process. I'd love to see you come and join. I am so excited for this and I'm off to Paris. I'm probably on a plane maybe when you're listening to this or if you listen to a few days later, I will be in Paris. Watch my social media. I'm sure I'll be posting on my Instagram stories and just showing the exciting things I'm doing or maybe the not even so exciting things I'm doing. Maybe the reflection and savoring and just being in the moment, doing nothing. (laughs) I'll probably be doing a lot of that too. And also a little bit of work because I love my work and I always work even when I'm traveling. So I will sign off and sending you so much love. Have a fabulous week. Hello, beautiful listeners. If you enjoyed what you heard on today's episode, if you had some breakthroughs or an aha moment, I would absolutely love to hear what those were. Tag me at Rebecca Laurel Hill on Instagram, or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me get an idea of what's landing, what you want to hear, and more of what you want to go deeper on so that I can serve you at the highest level. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Let's all rise and change this world together by living as truly nourished women. Thank you again for being here. I'll talk to you in the next episode.